Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 36 of The Usual Podcast, the podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me, as always, in studio, is my co-host, Will. Say hello, buddy. I am liquored up and ready to roll. Yeah, I got him liquored up. I'm excited. Here we go. And we're just sitting here and still enjoying frosty beverages. We just came back from the pub, so we're very excited. What are you drinking? Well, I, at the pub, I drank an Abita SOS Pilsner from New, from uh, Louisiana. Yeah, it was good. A nice uh, 8.0 Pilsner. And it was a nice little mix of uh, some uh, uh, Pilsner uh, wheat, a with, wheat. Some, uh, with some uh, wheat, wheat, wheat. Yeah. It was good. It was a little bitter, too. A little bitter, yeah, but that was, there was a plan. And uh, tonight, with the show, I'm drinking Franzis Goner Weiss Beer. <laughs> The one we couldn't pronounce last week. Yes, which is uh, bottled and brewed by Spot and Brow. So if you know anything about Spot and, they do a lot of stuff. It's out of, uh, uh, it is Germany, but it's the... uh, Southern region of what? Of Germany? uh, Bavaria. Bavaria. There you go, buddy. Thank you. Uh, I am drinking Cascaderade. Cascaderade. And it's an India Pale Lager from Sudwerk. Sudwerk? Sudwerk. 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 Brewing company. It's very good. It's, it's a pale n- lager, not it's, a pale well, ale. Look, it says pale lager. It's eight percent, and it's again one of those ones that says it's a thing, but doesn't taste. It's lagered beer is a style of making the beer. Yes, um, which is important, but it's a hoppy mess, as I say often. Is it so, really a hoppy mess? It is. So we're gonna have a great show. Yes, we are. And we have a lot to talk about, so let's get to it. So before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com, email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com, and find us on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, and, of course, Swotor Network. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at I am Will Griggs. Uh, we're on iTunes and Stitch Radio, and oh my god, dude, positive ratings galore. I didn't I tell know. you. Oh, so we got one. Ooh, that was high-pitched. I should cut that. We got another, I got an email, a nice email, which I'll read in a little bit. From our friend uh, John Skeen. He also gave us a review. Five star review. I noticed that. He uh, did this in response to our comic book episode. Indeed. And which is really nice. And we'll talk about that in just a second. And he gave us a five star rating. He said on Stitcher. Now I don't know how this works. And as a podcaster of 40 episodes. (laughs) I should know how this works. But I don't. So I could not for the life of me. Find where we are rated on Stitcher. But. We did get an additional one on iTunes. Awesome. So I don't know if his went to iTunes or we also got one on iTunes. But either way, still perfect rating on iTunes. And I want to thank John for the five star and Stitcher, even though I couldn't find it. Thanks, John. You're the man. We have the timestamps in the show notes for non-Sortor fans. We have an expansion we're going to talk about tonight, some patch notes and some cool stuff. So um, we'll spend some time on Sortor. So if you want to skip that and go straight to Star Wars and pop culture, feel free. We'll put the timestamps in the show notes as we do. And give us feedback. We got some feedback. We've been asking for feedback. Yes. And I want to thank John Skeen again. This is his fourth mention here. <laughs> um, but I, I appreciate, you know, him sending me beer and all, uh, us beer, I should say. And also just giving us the feedback we asked for. He, he listened to our one shot episode from last week. And that was our first spinoff show. And we'll do our second. Um, this coming Monday, and that's going to be real reviews, which we'll talk about later. Yes. Um, but John sent us a nice email. He said, um, as far as the new show uh, format is concerned, I think it's a great idea. One of the main reasons your show is my favorite. 
Thank you. Thank you. Is the fact that it is more than just SWOTOR. While I certainly love SWOTOR, I collect, I also collect comics and I love all things Star Wars. So I find all the information useful and entertaining. So the new format will allow you to flesh out topics a bit more and not feel hurried because imaginary time limit. And that imaginary time limit is always in our head. I mean, I don't want to publish a three hour episode every week. Yeah, but I don't want to edit a three-hour episode. Every exactly. Week. Well, I mean, every week we're like, all right, let's try to keep it to about an hour this week, and then it ends up being an hour fifty. And right. Like... And I try to trim it down and post, post. Ah, <laughs> right? Get into the lingo. That's, that's the lingo. Uh, I try to trim it down, but honestly, I like the stuff we've talked about, so I've been posting it, and I like what we're doing, and I think we're going to see how it goes in the next few weeks, and we can adjust from there. So if you like what we're doing, let us know, and um, you'll get another episode, a second episode, mini episode on Monday. Yes. So thanks again, John, for the feedback. And he also said, which this is the first feedback we've gotten on Podcast Corner, he did a little PS and said that he likes the suggestions for other podcasts. So I'm going to keep that going. I got another one this week, uh, which <laughs> it's hilarious. But anyway, I have one Podcast Corner this week. Well, I just love he specifically shouted out a Passionately Casual mm-hmm. and Assembly of Geeks, which are both great. Yeah. Um, but what I love is I actually don't think he's part of the Unholy Alliance Guild. But he does do the wog runs with. He's us. run with us. I wonder if I didn't look at his thing. If he's yeah, so it'd be kind of interesting. That, I mean, it's it's really cool that it. it I mean, it's just a a good uh, feather in the cap for mm-hmm. for JT and and Jess because it's showing that their podcast, even though it is specific to a guild, right, has merit outside of that guild. Absolutely, and they're great, and they got their shout out. Yes, <laughs> you're welcome, Jesse. All right, so patreon.com slash usual podcast. You can give a buck or two an episode. We are going to do another drawing on episode 40. Um, and we'd like to get some more patrons between now and then to shake it up as far as the drawings go. But also, I really want to be able to see how it's going with our patrons as far as yes. the new format goes. So uh, give us a few more weeks for another drawing, but help us out. A buck or two an episode, it really will help us um, with our Comic-Con venture, which is happening. And on that note, if you want to be an Uber, con- uh, you know, contributor and help us out, uh, you know, 10 bucks an episode, I'd even say two or three weeks at this point, I'll send you some beer. So if you want to be that and guy. And socks. And socks. So or cur- girl. courtesy of Pippi's Longstockings, um, we're getting close to Christmas. This might be the time to do it. They, and honestly, they're fantastic socks. And we, we only, we should actually get a hold of Felicia Day. Yeah. And Ralph Garman and yeah. Kevin Smith and have them do celebrity. Oh, dude, if we could do that. We should do, seriously, I'll do talk, think, I'll maybe. talk to, yeah, we we have, we because might have an in for do, one of them. Well, Felicia Day has been, I mean, you've given Felicia Day socks at Comic-Con for four straight years Four now, years in a row. And she actually Where's the recognized you and re- and recognizes the socks every well, year now. I mean, I'm recognizable. Well, you are. You're one of the only... No, yeah, well, anyway, moving on. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm with you, dude. And, and you know, let's let's see what we can do about that. That'd be cool. Yeah, very At least cool. get them to record a little, a little bumper or little something. Bumper. That'd be sick. Yes. Ooh, but tell the wife about that. She'd be pumped. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Okay, moving on. AudibleTrial.com slash usual podcast. Um, I don't have any suggestions this week because I'm behind. But I just want to say that if you use our link, and it's in the show notes, it's on the website. If you use our link, get a free book. Try a book. I mean, I can list off some. Aftermath, Ready Player One, um, any of the new Star Wars books, if you listen to a few episodes back. I mean, I can suggest stuff. New R.A. Salvatore book. But I'm, you know, like I said, I'm behind, but it's a great service. Yes, it is. And I actually have two suggestions. One goes back to uh, about a month and a half ago. I suggested a new Vince Flynn book coming out. It is now officially out, and it's getting rave reviews, so please go check that out. Sweet. Um, also, uh, this is kind of a classic. 
Um, oh, going classic on And I actually am not sure if it is available on, on Audible, but I'm definitely going to be checking it out. This reference is something that I actually hear about in real reviews, but I'm definitely going to be checking out Man in the High Castle. Oh, yeah. I'm wondering if it is on. I mean, yeah, let's look into that because yeah. it's a great book. Um, and with that movie coming out, it it's would actually be a series. Series, sorry. TV show, sorry. Um, it should be, it's definitely worth, it's a great book. I actually studied in college. It's a really cool book. Um, Phil K. Dick. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I love Phil K. Dick. So. Indeed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's yeah. why I said the full name. Yeah, you have me close to a joke there. Okay. Uh, should we move on? Ready? Yes. We have a lot to do. All right, so let's get to Star Wars The Old Republic. Do you want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you if you will only kneel. So, here we are, Swotor. Let's start with our community shoutouts. And we have a few. I was actually lucky enough over the weekend on Sunday, Carillion Run Radio recorded their podcast live. Yeah, they did a live cast. And they had um, community manager Eric Musco on there. I joined the chat room. I happened to be at work and not playing golf. And so I just joined the chat room, listened. Um, it's a great episode. It's been up on their feed, up on iTunes and stuff. So definitely check it out. It was kind of cool to talk, to hear what Eric said before the expansion. Right. And, um, and, you know, what his job is and that kind of stuff. The usual things. But at the same time, anytime Eric's on a show, it's always fun. He's, he's, he's good. And he comes from podcasting roots. So definitely worth yes, checking that out. Um, JT and Heather did a great job on that show. Um, some of our bloggers, Sotor bloggers, because of the launch of Fallen Empire have, um, I'm just going to highlight Zernbog this week. We haven't talked about Zern in a while. Well, um, actually, he also did a, a, a reply on uh, the comics episode. Yeah, he did. He said yeah. that it was nice to see a nice to hear oh, a, a, pew, right. a pew pew free episode. I almost forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, so that was cool. So that was our other feedback. So Zern, we haven't forgot about you, buddy. I almost did, but Will did. Um, uh, he put out a couple of blogs, one highlighting, um, Extra Life, which we'll talk about yes. again in a second. Extra Life is great. And he had another one that came out today, just of his first impressions of Codfee. Check it out. Um, I read through it. It's nice, you cool. know, and very similar, um, responses to certain changes in the game that I had. Yeah. It, you know, the great thing about getting different impressions of all this stuff is just like, um, the, one of the great things about an MMO is for sheer variety of people that play them and how they play them right and so you know nobody plays the same game the same way so and so hats off to zern keep it up dude um and thanks for the feedback on the show man we'll keep doing what we do you keep doing what you do yes oh, <laughs> i thought you were gonna get ghetto but then you didn't that's cool all right no, so that's going as prim and proper as i could with that one <laughs> anyway oakley doakley oakley doakley uh so extra life charity event we yes. boo-booed last week Jesse sent us a bumper to use on our show. <laughs> and I totally space putting it in. Um, we were talking about extra life charity events. So again, I don't think, honestly, guys, to be to be 100% honest, I don't think I'm going to be able to participate this year. Um, unless I do it after the fact. Um, I just don't think I can, because of Halloween and everything, I don't think I'll be able to pull it off that Sunday before. I'll see what I can do, but that's literally this Sunday, and I just don't think I'm going to be able to do that. Yeah, see, me, I have no life okay. and no children and no that. events, so uh, I, I will be. Mm, good. So Will will be there. I don't know if he's going to be streaming, but I'm sure he'll be hopping around. I and... doubt that I'll be streaming, but I'll try to do some tweeting. Cool. Um, I, I'm probably not going to spend the entire time in Swift because I want to give a little bit of uh, love to Marvel Puzzle Quest. Oh, good. Yep, for so sure. So I'll be doing that. Um. 
be yeah. fun to marathon that. Yeah, I wish I could do it. Um, I might try to put something uh, together maybe that following weekend or something. Maybe something around the holidays. Um, I don't know. Uh, you can do it anytime, but I liked, I was, I really wanted to join the community, but it's just not going to happen. So again, we have links on the website to Unholy Alliance and Wookiee Mistake. Yep. If you want to help our team and I will not be participating. We'll be, we'll be participating. I'll be playing the bumper now. Bumper. This is JT. And this is Jesse from Passionately Casual Podcast. And you're listening to The Usual Podcast. Did you know that November 7th is Extra Life Day? Extra Life benefits Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, and gamers all over the world get involved by playing 12 or 24 hours straight. We'd like to invite you to join our team and play with us, or sponsor the team with a donation today. To find out more about the event and the cool prizes you can win with your donation, including a Spiro BB-8 app-enabled droid, please go to unholyalliance.org slash extra life play games you kids and so the bumpers that, that bumper's great bumper um, is great. thank you for the bumper you know honestly we are excited for this i love this event and i'm bummed i won't be able to do it but always next year right yes always next year all right let's get to our weeks in game dude yes uh wait before you say words you're gonna go first but what i want to say first is that this is not going to be our Fallen Empire weekend game. Right. We're going to save that. This is stuff we did pre-launch. This is stuff we did pre-4.0. So, what did we do? Um, well, I went to the Unholy Alliance Wookiee Mistake Party mm. in uh, Salik's uh, Stronghold on Yavin. How was that? It was fun. He is a great decorator. Yeah, So, no, that I've was heard. cool. It was a little bit of fun. But then, of course, people started mentioning how, because of the launch coming, there were price drops in the GTN about... A whole bunch of emotes and stuff. So I went searching through a stronghold and found the GTN terminal. <laughs> and I dropped about, I don't know, three quarters of a million creds on emotes and pets and mounts oh, and titles and toys and all that stuff. Because, you know, me, I'm achievement person and part of the achievements is filling out your collections. And for one, I went from like, I think it was on pets. I went from 12% to like 38%. Oh, dang. You were buying some pets. Yeah. And it went... And what I liked about the GTN now is it actually, uh, and I didn't notice it must have happened in a patch a while ago, that it uh, actually lights up the ones that are yeah. applicable to you. Finally, they did that. I can't remember when they did it, but it was a it much was a, needed It was a pain change. in the rear because, I mean, especially when you have like 30 of the same thing, Indeed. it's a lot easier to see them all lit up. Yep. Um, I did the same thing, just to piggyback on that before you keep going, uh, and I forget. Uh, I bought a couple new dances for our wall nice. runs. I got the No Bones, finally. I was pretty excited we're both doing No Bones, but this is not a visual medium. And then I also got the, what was the other dance? Oh, the uh, punch dance. <laughs> so I've been, I was punch dancing. I'm punch dancing right now. And then what else did I get? I got a couple of, I think I got a couple of other emotes, but I can't remember. But those were my main two. So I just, I'm with you. They were, one they that were I, One of the emotes that I got was Superflex. Oh. Which was awesome because uh, during the party, uh, the, uh, the guild did a... Costume contest, which everybody got prizes, right? Sure. But, uh, so I did it and I dressed up in my, I was doing my main, so I was my sniper, but I dressed up in the uh, Tuscan Raider gear. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I put in a, uh, a, a, a yellow and tan dye pack. Oh, so cool. it just looked really kind of deserty, right? And so <laughs> the way I walked in is I walked in on like the catwalk 
and I walked past, and then all of a sudden I looked back, and I did the shock emote, and I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay, there you are, and that's what, oh, that's awesome. And I did the super flex, and so that was pretty awesome. I'm sure it looked really good considering I was only seeing it on, like, 12 FPS. Well, I was going to say, but, I mean, at least it looked good for everybody else. It did look good, and so, so that was pretty cool, and so uh, they gave out a pack, yeah. so I got a, I think I got the skip tracer pack or something. Nice. And they also gave out a pet. So I got a pet that looks like a little raptor. Totally awesome. Oh, that's sick. And then I got a, uh, the in the in the pack, I got a, uh, a mount that I really liked. And, oh, no, no, I got a. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got this top that was, uh, oh, it's like. Bikini top? Yeah, it's like a bikini, but it's like lingerie bikini. It's oh, like yeah. oh, I have a few stylish dancer. Yeah, I have a few of those, yeah. And those so, are nice on companions yeah so no i was my my main is a female sniper oh, chiz and so i went out of the room took off everything out of my clothes except for that and i put it on and because part of the thing comes down the middle and like covers the crotchal region crotchal region exactly uh-huh. okay. and so i walked back in i was like hey jesse what do you think <laughs> oh, and she's awesome. like you got the stylish dancer oh that's sick yeah so that sounds fun and so what do we do WOG-wise? Should we talk about that? Uh, actually, I did not do the WOG with you guys this week. Oh, because we talked about TFB. Yes. But you did. Well, we tried TFB again. Okay, so that's what happened. So we did TFB again on Friday. Right. And we, still didn't get we basically, we did a clean run until the end. Yes. Wiped three times, but it was getting late. Speaking about yawning. No, right. especially since we, we do uh, our WOG runs on uh, server time. So we're doing on the on Pacific Coast time, and we don't start till. 9 p.m. So right. I gotta love our our East Coast uh, representatives. Oh, they're hardcore, play. dude. Because by the time we're done, it's almost 3 a.m. Right. their time. Yeah. And so we we ran through it Friday, and then what was it? Saturday night. Like I said, the wife was out of town, and so what I ended up doing while I was waiting for her was jumping online again. Right. And got some folks together, and we ran through it just the last boss, and it went really well. Redna ta- uh, Redna and I tanked it. Um, I think we kicked ass. He yeah. calls me a super tank, but I mean, I don't, Hey, right. <laughs> I'm just saying, no, I, I, I did. I feel like, and I told him this, I feel like I've kind of like finally kicked the rest of the dust off or rust off of my tanking skills. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. And I remember after that run, how much I do enjoy tanking. And it was a lot of fun doing it on an epic level and, and, and TFB is fun. I mean, you're up on these platforms. Yeah, you no, get this so big ass boss. Yeah, it's really great. Cool. The mechanics are fun. Um, two th- I mean, I did. But not, we downed it. Yeah, they downed it. I did not go through this one, so I, I still need to down it. Right. Um, but we'll it you. really doesn't matter now that because now the updates. I'm probably yeah. just going to wipe the quest and try it again some other. But time. when we run it again, yeah, at level. But um, you know, I'm a I'm a sniper on my main, and so of course, you know, I'm just pure dps on that right um and i changed my ui and, I, and so so i think the next time i run i'll be able to do a little be a bit more efficient good and a bit more effective um but honestly i think i'm finally getting out of my dead weight oh i hope so time you're way past dead weight bro and uh you're like almost lightweight well well the <laughs> biggest problem yeah because <laughs> i'm a little buzz um the, <laughs> the biggest problem with that is that i have a i right now i'm playing on my laptop which is not as fast as my desktop, but thanks to my buddy Marshall, who happened to have something lying around, I should hopefully get on Super wireless tank. on my desktop uh, this coming next vlog run. And so hopefully instead of having less than 20 FPS, I should hopefully be up around 50. And I think that's going to make a difference. It will. Because 
honestly, my because you were getting a lot of lag in that last fight. I was getting a ton of lag, and when you're in the Terror from Beyond uh, final boss, it's all stuff going. I mean, and I was already in very low right. graphics, and you were all and stuff was happening. And we had it was a it was a very interesting. We actually did it. Did we do it in one attempt or two that night? I think it may, it took us a couple of attempts. I think maybe we did it the first try. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And, um, so the other thing we did while we were waiting for people to form up is we did hard mode Battle of Rishi. Some of uh, the four of us did. Renna tanked. I got on my Sork and then we had a couple other folks and we were, we got through the first boss and then finally people showed up. So then we jumped over and did the, excuse me, the TFB boss. So. Oh, kind of speaking of Battle of Rishi, mm-hmm. I went through. Oh, and we did Dreadtooth too. After that, after the. Oh, you guys did Dreadtooth? Yeah, dude. I was trying to tell you. We, after we, after we down. Uh, the Terror from Beyond, we jumped over and did one Dreadtooth. It's okay, we're going to do it again. It's super guys. easy. We could, do, we could do it. Or actually, we probably can't Not anymore. <laughs> oh, speaking of Rishi. You know, I, I said last week that I was trying to finish up some uh, some classes to get through Zyost. Right. Well, I finally was able, you know, my, the fourth class that I was going through was my Warrior. And so I finally went through my Warrior through Rishi. And I was finally able to finish the torch achievement. Oh, nice. Where, well, because I'd done torch on multiple times, multiple tunes, but you have to do it on one of the each four major classes, Got whether it. Plub or Imp, right. to knock out the 12 different monsters that she can send you to. I got you. And so I finally knocked out the last of those monsters Sweet. and finally got that achievement. Well, congrats. All right. And that's pretty much it um, until we get to our discussion topic, which we'll talk about right. what we've done in Fallen Empire. So let's get to the news, and the big, obviously the big news is early access has started for uh, Knights of the Old Republic, and we have a link for the little blurb, you know, welcome to Knights of the Fallen Empire. There was a, a trailer that came with it. Yeah, I remember when they did the, the live stream a few weeks ago, Musco said, okay, well, coming up the week the week prior to uh, to launch, we'll mm. be talking about Alliance, and we're thinking maybe last week or a little bit... But literally, it was the day of release they dropped the Alliance trailer. Well, and it's funny because I was when I was listening to Carillion Run, he was like, yeah, we should have that out by, you know, mon- early next week, Monday. I was like, dude, but early access is happening. Like, what are you doing? So it pretty much came out when, they, yeah. when it dropped. And so we'll talk about those blogs. Well, the link to it was actually in the... Uh, on the launcher, right? So and so we had the Fall, uh, Fallen Empire Alliance trailer, which, which was pretty good, which was pretty cool, and it kind of highlighted the fact that and and we'll talk about it more later, but this story is very driven around the people around you, which also, is very cool, which I think is 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 a really neat component of the excuse me of the expansion. So um, there were some bugs, as there always is, right? And I'm not going to run through them all, but there were some various things that happened um, right when. Right when 4.0 launched. A couple things where people were having trouble with early access. Just in a nutshell, what was happening was, I think some folks had let their subs lapse at weird spots. Right. And so they were asked to go back and kind of check on that and see if that was the contributing factor. And I think it kind of was. I think some people were like, well, they weren't subbed for a chunk of time. And then so they weren't qualified to get early access. Because early access, you had to be subbed for the previous six months. Yeah. All those... Major dates you had to be sub for, especially for to get the rewards right. too. Exactly. So I think people were kind of missing that a little bit. Yeah. the the only The only bug that I will to the the we'll get to this one in a second, but mm-hmm. regarding the getting access to it, um, the first time I tried launching the launcher, uh, it updated everything. But then when I tried to play, did it tell you that it wasn't loaded yet? No, it just well it said that you're on a starter starter planet. 
Yeah, that's the right. same thing I would have So then I X'd out of it, and I tried launching again, and once it got to where you click play, yeah. it crashed when I hit play. So then the third time, I was finally able to have access. So same exact thing happened to me. Didn't work on the third. Didn't work on the fifth or sixth time. What I ended up having to do is run the game as administrator in order to get really? it to actually not crash when I hit the play button. It was really weird. But I got the same thing, and that's why I closed it, because I was like, oh, dude, start a plant thing. Okay, usually I just close it when that happens. Right. It happens every once in a while. Um, and then, so, but it kept crashing every time, and so I ended up having to run it as administrator, and that worked. Um, so I got in, and we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Um, let's see. So can't make a level 60. There were some folks, again, having trouble with starting a level 60 character. I think one of our... Yeah, Red, uh, Redna was having some issues, Red, too. or was it Chinook? It was Red. Was it Red? Pretty sure it was Redna. Um, so I'm not sure. I'm hoping all that got resolved. I haven't had time to check in with either one of them. Um, so there were some bugs with that. Um, and companion gear. And we'll talk about this after we get through this little bit of news here. But there were some weird things with gear and companion gear that was supposed to be sent to us that didn't show up. And I think they're still looking into it is what it says. Like, for example, Treek's gear, what he should have been wearing wasn't returned properly and that kind of thing. So, again, I don't think the bugs were as heavy as some of the other expansions. No. But um, as we'll talk about in a couple minutes, there is going to be a, a patch. There's well, a, there's always going to be a to, patch right afterwards. Tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, the uh, With the companion I didn't have any issues with companion gear. Hmm. Um, except. Except it was everywhere. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean... I Which mean, we could talk I, about. I only played on two tunes, but right. it basically the one tune, my main, everybody had the Devoted Allies gear. Right. And so my, my box... Luckily, my storage was empty when I got it, because mm-hmm. my cargo was filled when I came back. Um, but the funniest thing is, is on a couple of tunes, it only took off their pants. <laughs> so when I pull out... My favorite one is, you know, because I play Sniper, I pulled out Skadge, and Skadge is all in his body <laughs> arm and everything. No pants. No pants. And that's so, not something you want to see. And I guess we can just talk about it now while we're on the subject. Yeah, sorry. But, it's... No, it's fine. The same thing happened to me. Um, I got a bunch of random gear in my inventory. And so what I decided to do was just sell most of it because I kept the, the, the legacy stuff. But most of the the rest of it didn't really matter. It didn't look good. It just was stuff I put on my companions. But I, had, I did see some pants and some boots and, you know, the implants and stuff. And right. so I'm wondering, and I will talk more about this later. I never pulled out any of my old companions. So, I'm guessing they're all pantsless. <laughs> that would be funny. Which is going to be hilarious. Um, Alright, so so that was one thing. There was also some folks having some trouble with Datacrons not being unlocked. I don't know exactly the, the issue with this, per se. I thought that I didn't have any Datacrons unlocked on my main. And my main is the one that has the most Datacrons unlocked. Because I you open that page up, right. and you see all of them, but then I scroll down. Yeah. <laughs> and I realized there was more down below. Yeah, the uh, I've actually unlocked every single Datacron except for the plus 10 Ooh, on, <laughs> on the fleet. You know, oh, the one that so you need good. 10 people to do. I hate you. Just kidding. Good and, um, but I, I only checked on my main. Because okay. I only actually pulled out two tunes. I did my main and another imp. So, actually, I haven't pulled out anything on pub side. But it had showed all, all the Datacrons unlocked except for some reason one on Balmora. Hmm. And then all the pub ones. So I'm guessing maybe those don't officially unlock until I open up a pub tune. Maybe, maybe. So I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm just gonna hold, I'm gonna reserve judgment on this. Yeah. Until I pull out my pub main, and then we'll see if that unlocks. More. And my thing right now, dude, is that we've only been playing. We only played a day. Yeah. And I, you care. know, I didn't get to, I didn't get to play for very long. And we'll talk more about this again later. But like I said, I haven't 
dived far enough into it to see any of these issues. Exactly. So I feel like by the time I do, they'll be solved. The patch will be, yeah, will be, in. and they already have, uh, you know, the next patch slated for Thursday. So uh, again, bugs happen with patches, with especially major game updates like this. But Absolutely. for the most part, pretty smooth. But we could talk more. Yeah, about Yeah, because that later. there's a difference between you know a couple thousand people playing on a PTS as mm-hmm. opposed to a couple hundred thousand. Right. Playing on a on a, a live server. Exactly. Um, one last thing before we get into the known issues and some of the patch notes. We're not going to run through all of them, trust me. Um, but character transfers, they had put them on hold for the first day. I noticed um, that. I was seeing a lot of that on Twitter. And I think that they were worried about that pretty much borking the game. And so, turned out today, right like a few hours ago, character transfers are once again available. Um, as a note, they'll be repeating this uh, 24-hour-ish closer closure of character transfers next tuesday for fallen empire launch so if you're trying to transfer a character do it now before everything resets on tuesday right. and everybody has access because they just don't want people bouncing from server to server and screwing up the game yeah well especially since i mean i i didn't notice this because i actually got on fairly i mean i got in early afternoon before the mm-hmm. the uh prime time surge um there were there were cubes for getting on the server Yep, so I ran that too. That's just going to cause lag issues if you're trying to do character transfers at the same time. Exactly. As with every major update, they're aware of some issues when it launches. So here's a few of them. Um, there, there. I think, and most of the ones we're going to run through here really quick, I imagine, will be fixed probably by the time you hear this podcast. So I'm not going to spend a bunch of time on this, but we always know there are issues, right? Most glowing data crystal items for the Imperial agent and smuggler will show an incorrect icon. So, you know, stuff like that. Let's see. Accepting more than 25 missions will cause item rewards to appear incorrectly in the mission log, which I haven't seen yet. I didn't know you can go past 25 missions, actually. Yeah, because it usually says your mission log is full. Right. And so... Which, actually, I noticed. I never noticed this before, um, but on your mission tracker... At the bottom, it actually says 9 of 25 now. Or No, it said it before. Oh, did it? But I never I, noticed that. But from what I was reading on this is that maybe we can have more than 25 now? Or is this just, instead of saying it's full, this happens? So it says yeah. it will cause item rewards to appear incorrectly in the mission log, and they will still grant as expected once it's completed. So I don't know. We'll see. So this is basically just a mission log for info problem and not an actual rewards problem. Right. Um, the locked medium elite commendation container is still named with the old commendation name, but do contain the appropriate new data crystals. Um, that's all, just a coding issue. Yeah, that's an, that, and I'm sure they'll fix that pretty quick. All level 10 to 50 absorb augments cannot be reverse engineered. So if you attempt to reverse engineer one, you will receive an invalid schematic error message. I'm sure they'll fix that pretty quickly as well. Yep. Uh, let's see. Companions do not reliably follow players across bridges. In the Star Fortress, which is the new uh, yep. Flashpoint, which we'll, we'll talk about, and may need to be resummoned. So, I can see that being a problem. Let's see. On completion of Chapter 4, players may need to leave their ship and re-enter for the galaxy map to populate all... Populate? Populate? Populate all planets correctly. Okay? And there's only a couple more here. There's a cartel market banner, which incorrectly states that start at 60 tokens are available for purchase at this time. Started sixty tokens will become available for purchase in the near future. And I noticed that they're not done, they're not there yet. And I think that was one of the issues somebody we know on Twitter was having because you know how they gave us two extra slots, right? And they gave us a free sixty, but you can't purchase new sixties now, so you actually can't go beyond those extra right. slots yet, right? Makes sense. And some operation uh, some operation decoration rewards are placeable inside of stronghold. 
inside of a stronghold are in the wrong size hooks. Oh, that might be entertaining. Yeah, can you imagine <laughs> putting a statue of Revan on, uh, on a small hook? On a small hook on a wall? <laughs> Above a doorway. Oh, uh, people could have some fun with this before Thursday. You know that's got to be fixed pretty quick. Um, oh, up on a up, uh, on a sconce. <laughs> you walk in and you're looking at the upside down. You could do the Spider-Man kiss. <laughs> the Revan statue. Oh, that'd be awesome. That's good. All right. So as I mentioned, maintenance, October 22nd. Um, and that's going to be Thursday at 3 a.m. Pacific. 4.0a will be the patch. And we'll get patch notes tomorrow. So flash points solo. There was one more post that came up today before we get to patch notes. And so basically what this was, <laughs> was quick explanations. So people were asking like, oh my God, um, why can't I do my flashpoint solo? There were some issues with what the quest was. So quick explanation. If you get the tactical version of the flashpoint, but you want to do it solo, you need to follow these steps. So I know in one of my, in my main, I had the tactical uh, quest in there. Right. But if I want to do one of these solo, I would have to do this. So it says abandon the tactical version of the mission. Head to the physical location where you zone into that flashpoint. Next to the entrance will be an NPC that will grant you the solo version. So it's just, it's, it makes sense, but it's kind of a pain because I know you can bounce around sometimes to those, but you know, you got to do it. You know what they really should do mm-hmm. is, I mean, it kind of takes out the, the RP version. I mean, the RP-ness of, <laughs> <laughs> of the, uh, the RP element mm. of, Picking up Flashpoint stuff is... They should just do a Flashpoint terminal like they do with the New Heroics. Good idea. You're welcome, by the way. Ready? Ready. Patch notes. All right, so what... Okay, look. If we ran through all these patch notes... Which we're not... Even though Marshall says we're not going to, we probably are. No, 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 no. Listeners, hear me. I have highlighted... I took the extra time to highlight what we have never... We haven't talked about or what I think is pretty cool. Awesome. And so we're going to go through each section... But I'm only going to pick apart a few things. Got it. And the rest, assume I have the link in the show notes for the patch notes. We've all talked. We've either talked about it before or we don't care. Right. But for the most part, I'm just highlighting what we what is new. So patch notes. So, of course, we have all the usual stuff. New storyline, level 65, all of that. Um, new planets are cool. The new seat of power in the galaxy. Skyscrapers reach toward the stars while surrounded by a vast and savage swamp. It looks phenomenal yeah the swamp i mean and granted i'm playing this on very low graphic settings right now i'm oh. waiting till tomorrow let me tell you but it, this, yeah it still fall. seems pretty darn cool uh it actually makes me think of what dagobah could have been yeah it's beautiful it's a really cool cityscape and some of the cutscenes where you're in the city and stuff like that which we'll talk more about later but it was it's really really quite neat yeah um it's new- like imagine cloud city meets dagobah great well said, sir. Uh, new companions. Unlock new companions over the course of the first nine chapters of Knights of the Fallen Empire. And uh, you and I both have only gotten about to what, chapter five? We're halfway through chapter four. I'm I'm partway into chapter bit, five. Yeah. Um, and some of the new companions are awesome. The people that you meet are really cool. So Yeah, I love the way, they, I love the organic way that they're introduced through the storyline. Yeah. Um, very similar to how it was in the original release with your main companions. But it doesn't seem as forced for some reason. And I know you didn't play a lot of Mass Effect and... and, and um, But on Twitter, I kept saying, this is very Mass Effect. It's Mass Effect and Dragon Age. That's how it happens. You meet somebody, there's a situation, all of a sudden, oh my god, this person's kind of cool. Oh, they're right next to me because I need them for this part. It's yes. very organic the way it happens, and it's really cool. 
but what the way what I love is like you know you go off and run a thing with Lana and then all of a sudden you come back and you got to meet with the other one and mm-hmm. then HK's with you and it's it's really just kind of cool that it right. organically switches. And I think we're going to try to avoid spoilers. For yeah, the most sorry part, guys. Since we're, no, no, you're fine. Um, the Lana thing is we all know that. Um, so begin your alliance is the other highlight. Continue your adventure after chapter nine by recruiting companions to grow your alliance. I think this is a good time to tell our listeners this. Um, we have not gotten through the first nine chapters. Um, we'll talk a little bit about the changes to how you interact with, uh, Alliance members or new right. companions, but we're going to really dive into once we get some hands on time next week, right. um, with the Alliance system as a whole. Yes. Okay. Um, they did a blog post today, which is in the show notes, but we're going to get into way more next week, right. which is going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited for that. And we'll have some stories to tell. All right. And new Flashpoint Star Fortress. This came out of nowhere. They never mentioned this. Yeah, and I'm excited for this. I'm not really a Flashpoint person, I but story-wise, this looks very cool, and yeah. I'm very excited to try it out. And so it says, conquer the new Flashpoint and liberate the galaxy from the grasp of the Eternal Empire. This is going to be cool. I'm pretty Yeah, cool. I'm thinking this should be our blog run, or our wog run for not this week, but next week. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, okay, so... Highlights in general, we've talked about most of the things, primary stat changes, level sync, we've talked about all the stat, uh, legacy-wide data crons, um, ranked uh, arena season 6 has come to an end, so that's something as well. Right. Um, generally speaking, all subscribers have been granted an additional two character slots per server, so that's confirmed, um, and I did notice that. Yes. And uh, the subscriber character limit is now 40 per server. Yeah, and I'm actually excited about this because I, I never really expanded my server limit. Mm. But I think I'm going to now that I know I'm not transferring anywhere in and I know I just won't be saving enough for hypercrate or anything. Right. So I think I'm just gonna start dropping some coin on expanding my character limit. I uh transferred my four tunes that I'd made for my I was gonna ask you what you Bad did with Feeling that. Podcast uh guild over on um June Ma and uh, I transferred them over to this one. I'd rename a couple of them. Yeah. But I'm still keeping the the idea of them being saga based. Good. And now you have plenty of room for them. Exactly. Because nice. I'm not using any of their stuff for storage for themselves. So I'm using that as just extra cargo hold. Very cool. All right. And so let's see. So Datacrons, they can be shared between your le- uh, legacy characters, which we talked about. And you can track your Datacron, Datacron collection progress on your legacy window under global unlocks. And as we talked about, I found that confusing for a second because I was like, no, I don't have my Datacrons. I have a bug. But it turned out they were there. Right. Um, and as we talked about the guild feature, I haven't tried it yet, but whispering, I turned everything off. I didn't even have guild chat up. I didn't, I never got on TeamSpeak yesterday. I was just all story, which we'll talk more about. Yeah, I left guild up a little bit because, uh, you know, I got on and some people from Unholy Alliance were on there. It's just kind of yeah. cool just seeing everybody's excitement. Yeah, no, I was just kind of afraid of spoilers, which is what, and I know our guild wouldn't do it, so I turned off general chat. Yeah, I always sure. have general chat off. But it was one of those things. Um, so of course that whisper feature is in there as well. I haven't tried that yet. Um, let's see. So in most cases, capes no longer clip through vehicles and mounts. I did notice that, which was cool. In most cases. Most cases. And I was experimenting with the new random, uh, mount. Love it. It's the best thing ever. Love it. Although sometimes you get a stupid mount, but it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, but not clipping was, I noticed that most of, almost everyone that I ended up in, I didn't have my Yeah, every single one that I pulled up. I just, I'd heard on Twitter some people complaining about a few still clipping. Well, they say most. I'm sure these are the same people that brought out every single mount to see if it was true. And they say most. I mean, they're covering their bases. Exactly. Uh, so add a new keybind, keybinding option. For entering edit mode in Galactic Strongholds, which I think is kind of cool. So you yes. can actually be like, you know, press, what you know, program it or whatever you want. Right. 
and add a new key binding option in by default for new companions and contacts interface, which I miss completely. And yes. we'll talk we'll talk more about that later. Uh, and the default key binding for cruise skills has been changed to B. So just some, which is important. So companion system changes. Might as well get into this a little bit. And then we, yeah. So we talked about presence versus um, influence, influence, which is cool. So presence will scale better at higher levels, which is something I highlight in here. Additionally, crafting bonuses are now entirely driven by influence rank. So as such, an inherent companion crafting bonus for specific crew skills have been removed. So you're not going to get that plus five to critical whatever, which we knew about. But, and I haven't experimented with, but I, I like this so much better, dude. And it's just because what I love is, for example, I, I mean, I did experiment a little bit with the, the companion, uh, stuff is, uh, you know, I didn't have to plan ahead on what, uh, who I was sending out on a specific crew mission right. because they would all perform it equally as well. Um, Grant, what I love is that all the credit missions, they were shorter. I haven't tried any other crew skill, yeah. but they're about half the, half the time. So much better. Which is great, but plus also knowing that, you know, it doesn't matter who you send out, is you're still going around, you can easily just do it while you're doing stuff. It's not like, okay, just roll down, go to the right mission. It's right. so much easier. Cool. And so any affection totals will be converted directly to influence one-to-one. Influence goes beyond the previous 10,000 limit, which I thought this was interesting to talk about. You'll be able to gain even more influence with each of your companions. So if you had them all max like you do... You can go beyond that 10,000. Yeah, Did you example, see what the limit was? Uh, I think it's level 40. Oh, so it's a level thing. So it's like 40,000. Oh, it's a level thing. Interesting. I didn't Maybe even... it's 50,000. Okay. That's cool. Well, because when you bring up your, your uh, crew... They're never did. Your, your companion Totally thing, missed that window. Um, it shows what their level of influence is. Okay. So, like, I brought it up and it had uh, Treak at 9. Okay. HK was at 3. Okay. And all my other ones... Or, no, Treak was at, like, 3 and HK was at 1 and everyone else was at 10 or 9. Okay. Because, you know, even though I'd maxed out their affection, sometimes you make poor decisions. And oh, yeah, and it drops down. Right. Which well, that has changed. Yeah, because too, now it's cool. just any decision gains influence. It's just... And what they've done, too, is very much what they do in the other Bioware games, where it's like, so-and-so is going to remember this, or I, they don't like that decision, right. but, or... They're not going to forget that you were so callous. But in these that are going to affect options later on. Exactly. And, stuff like that. and exactly. so it's pretty nifty the way it's working out. And I'd love to, I want to talk way more about that. Yeah, uh, we'll do next, it next week. Next week for sure. So, um, new rank six companion gifts have been introduced and class companion conversations will now unlock based on class story progression rather than affection influence thresholds. Exactly. And actually, I'll bring this up because, like I Which said, I love. HK, I only had it level one or whatever. Right. But as soon as I got on my ship, I was like, oh, HK wants to talk to me. I went over there, and I had, like, 15 straight right. things because it finished off that story. Well, and, and that's what I always hated about, even though I had max affection with the main, main companion. Right. You couldn't go any further in the story because you weren't there. At a level, right? Whatever the level was or whatever. So, you know, it is what it is. I think that's better. And let's see. So companion gear is purely aesthetic. We've talked about. Right. And so any gear slots which have no effect, uh, the companion's appearance will be removed from the companion. And any gear which will be returned. (laughs) So back to what, when I first logged in, I mean, we both spent a huge chunk of time. Before we even got to story. You know, doing stuff. And we'll talk... A little bit more about this later. I think this is fine. We just talk about it as we go, I guess. Um, but that was one of the things that happened to me when I logged in my inventory, which is almost completely empty because I had done all that maintenance beforehand, like I talked about last week. 
I had nothing but clean to do. It was almost totally full. And it was full of random equipment um, from companions and stuff like that. Earpieces, pants, I guess, boots. So anyway, there was some weird stuff with that. But I sorted it all out and it was fine. Planet level sync. Uh, I noticed because I actually logged into my main and I happened to be on wherever I was when we were doing uh, Dreadtooth. Was it Bell Savis, I think? Yeah. So I was on Bell Savis and I noticed I was... You were in Section X, right? Yeah, and I had the arrow down to... 46 or whatever it was. So I thought that was kind of cool. So I noticed that I didn't play with it, but you know. Yeah, I haven't messed with that at all because like I said, when I logged in, I was in my, in my stronghold. Mm-hmm. I went to my ship and now I'm on Zakul. So really nothing. Yeah, it says, so while you're under level sync, the following things are adjusted on your character, stats, armor, weapon, damage. Again, didn't mess with it. I'm going to mess with it between now and next week because we're going to do some stuff with uh, heroics and stuff. Yes. Um, and I also liked that they talked about, also while under level sync, you will earn scaled experience. If you're a level 60, killing level 30 mobs, you will gain experience appropriate for being a level 60. Which, again, which we've talked about um, at some length, this is really a good idea. <laughs> I mean... I don't know how it this makes, is it nothing, makes but repeatable content worth it. Well, and also, I hated having random gray quests and eventually having to delete them. Now they're not gray. I can go back and finish it and, and get some get some experience, which is cool. Um, all right, so cartel market changes. Uh, additional level sixty character unlocks can be purchased from the cartel market at a later date. And we talked about this. I didn't know. I'm guessing it's not. It's gonna happen next week. That's just my guess. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense for him to release it with the main release. With the main release, not early access. So either next week, if not the next week, you know. But if they wait any longer than that, that's going to be a problem, I think. Yeah. Um, So packs have been reworked, reworked, which we talked about. One thing I noticed, because I did take some time to go through the cartel market a little bit, um, because I was going to buy some coins and get some of those packs because I was looking for some mounts and some dances. Um, There wasn't a gold, silver, bronze level of emotes i want to say okay and so it was almost like just it was just a regular it was just an emote pack and so i didn't i didn't buy it but i don't know if i'm gonna have i don't know what the what's in it you know what i mean right, right. i think they're they're still trying to mess with the market to see which are the scarcer and more mm-hmm. valuable of mm-hmm. the emote that could that could be it for sure for sure let's see so collections have been updated with a lot of quality of life changes uh which we've talked about before filtering things um, did you mess with collections at all? I did not actually I completely space it because I was so involved with the story, yeah, but I will here. definitely do that this weekend. Cool. Same here. And so class and combat, the only thing I'm going to talk about with this, we've talked about the combat changes a little bit. We've talked about the new abilities. Um, I just thought we could talk about our new abilities because for me, I was on my assassin. Oh my God. That shadow stride thing. <laughs> oh, I would just be like, I would be one. I, and I'm getting, it reminded me because I, my Sith warrior. Right. So like, but instead of force leaping, all of a sudden I was there and I'm stabbing him in the face. And it was like, I was able to use a backstab maneuver, even though I was in front of him when I got there. So I thought that was kind of cool too. So what do you think of your new ability? Um, actually, I really haven't tried it. Um, because, oh, here's the cooldown thing. Yeah, mine is the cooldown thing. And I really haven't been involved in any fights that have required me to try it. So Gotcha. Um, one thing added to this is that endurance now gives slightly more health per point once you hit 65. And because they felt that health totals were a little low compared to offensive output. So that's something. Right. And the rest of this we've kind of talked about and you can check out on your own. Crew skills. Um, yeah, we talked about all We've that. talked about all of this stuff crew skill wise. Oh, you know, I, I didn't mess around with, with crew skills, but I did not check out crafting at all. Okay. So I haven't checked out archives or anything like that yet. All right, so we'll save that. Yeah. Let's just save this. 
Um, Elder Game Crafting we've talked mm-hmm. about. Uh, did you do any Harvest? I didn't see I anything. did not. Well, like I said, I haven't been on any other planet. I was, on the, st- I was right. in the story, too. Yeah. So we'll, we'll report back for that. But, of course, the same harvesting and mission skill changes that we've talked Correct. about are still in effect. And let's see. Crafting, material removal. So there was... <laughs> Uh, did you find random things in your inventory? Like, that were converted? Yeah, a whole bunch of medical stuff. Weird medical things, right? Like, little, uh, what, it looked like a little satellite dish? Yeah. I got a few of those and some other stuff. I don't know what to do with them. I organized and put them in my legacy thing. But... Yeah, well, actually, I still haven't, I, you know, as organized as I am with my cargo holds, I really have not touched any of the crap that changed yet. Mm. The one thing I did notice, though, is I went to my cargo hold and I went to my, my bay that had all of the... Like the fluxes and all the right, you know, all those, I did that too. Yeah. yeah, all the the white uh, crafting materials, right? Ninety percent of them are gone. Yeah, a lot of them are gone. Yeah, so, which was nice because those get cluttered. Well, plus they're not; they were never ranked, right? right? It was never a ranked. So you order, never really knew what what to order use went for what. to, right? Right. Uh, all right, so flashpoints and ops. Uh, we already talked about most of this stuff already as well. Um, what I wanted to highlight here is that um, solo modes are now in... This is the best thing ever. The following flashpoints are available in solo mode at indicated level. All solo mode flashpoints can now be repeated as often as you like per day. The flashpoints prior to Assault on Tython are available in solo mode for the first time. So Assault on Tython is here. You're looking at this. So basically, False Emperor, uh, Battle of Inlum, Directive 7, Maelstrom Prison, Foundry, Terrell 5, Boarding Party, Esselus, and Black Talon are all soluble, finally. Nice. And more than once a day. And more than once a day. So, I don't know how they're going to get around the... Because, I mean, if you solo Black Talon, that's where you get the most social points. But I guess there's no social points in solo mode, so that gets around that. Yeah. How cool, dude. I'm excited about this. But it's, again, I mean, easy way to run it if you want to buy the Black... If you want to earn the Black Talon gear as opposed to buying the Black Talon gear. And and I'm pumped about this, man. uh, I haven't even done some of these. Yeah, plus by making them soloable, I wonder if they'll make hard mode soloable. Well, I don't know. That's because that's where achievements come in. Right. And actually, there's an update. Okay, so tactical mode. The following flashpoints are now available in tactical mode, starting at level 10. And the flashpoints prior to co-op drive yards are available in tactical mode for the first time. So you can see the list on the show notes, but there are 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, at least 15 flashpoints. Right. That are now available in tactical, which is awesome. Yes. Um, notice the only one that's not on any of these is... Uh, Call it Code of War games. Yeah. <laughs> it's still not in tactical or solo. But it is what it is. Um, and the last one here is hard mode. Right. Hard mode flashpoints are available in, in hard mode at level 50 and will require a balance group of four players to succeed. So the flashpoint Red Reaper is available in hard mode for the first time. Nice. Which is pretty cool. And in ops, story mode operations. I thought this was awesome. Story mode operations are now available for all players starting at level 50. And bolster... Previously applied through group finders, now available in all story mode ops. Nice. So this is really going to help our WoW group. Yes. We don't have to even have to worry about gear necessarily for at all for story modes, which is going to be neat. Um, so I think, you know, on our next WoW run, we'll probably Yeah, we thought after we were going to have to abandon operations and find other content to do for our WoW runs, but this shows that we won't. And I'm wondering if we missed this somewhere, but I don't I don't remember them saying everything was being bolstered, but maybe I just spaced it. But this right. is awesome. Yeah. And this means that we don't have to worry about gear. We can jump in. And as long as we get the mechanics right, we're we're good. Everybody's bolstered. We can even bring in the guys before that we're having a hard time with because they weren't level 60 or whatever. So I think that's going to be cool. 
and hard mode nightmare operations where ap- applicable apl- applicable are available at level 65 players. So below is a list of all the now available operation content, which is cool. Um, let's see. High priority target. This is pretty neat too, actually. And this might kind of get me to want to do some hard modes eventually. But each week, a different hard mode op will be selected as a high priority target. And this is something that Musco was talking about before the expansion on Karelian Run Radio, which is cool. Um, at even greater reward. So to see which operation is designated... Check the target analysis computer at the Gav Daragon and the Zyle Shadow. So, and the cool thing is it also shows the countdown. Yeah, and there you can get a higher hard mode gear, and you can get a higher level gear um, in these in these hard modes, right. which is pretty cool. So instead of dropping one ninety two, it drops one ninety four, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. But anyway, don't quote me on that. I'm not that guy. All right, so group finder. Um, we don't really need to run through this per se, but we have, um, they did clean up that interface, which is pretty cool. And let's see. So starting level 10, players will be able to queue for the Eslis and Black Talon. And then from 15, uh, players will be able to queue for any of the flashpoints up to level 65, which is awesome. That's tacticals. And then hard mode, story modes, um, we kind of talked about that. And the one last thing here before we get to just the, some of the graphics changes is the Star Fortress. So unlock a brand new flashpoint after chapter nine. Liberate the occupied worlds of Alderaan, Belsavis, Hoth, Narshada, Tatooine, and Voss by assaulting the Eternal Empire battle station orbiting each planet and stem Zakul's far-reaching grasp around the galaxy. The more you tighten your fist, the more systems it will slip through your fingers. Well said, sir. So it says uh, assault the battle station orbiting each planet. So what does this mean? So that means there's like... You think there's gonna be like five stages with bosses on each one, or I mean, this is a flashpoint though. This isn't not six stages. Um, yeah, I I really don't know, but I'm excited to try it out. Same here. And uh, so it just means I've got to get to nine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It says coordinate with the local contacts on each role to build your alliance's strength. Um, there's some stuff in here that's gonna be cool. I think so. Something about alliance. Each star for fortress features two difficulty modes: solo and heroic. And then you have, let's see, build influence with alliance specialist to unlock unique combat enhancing buffs and abilities during the heroic two mode. What? And earn new decorations, mass achievements more. Okay, so we're going to check this out. We are. And we'll report back next week. That sounds amazing. We're not there yet. All right, so let's run through these last few things, dude, and then we'll get out of Swotor a little bit. All right, so ready? Ready. Graphics and UI. All right, so there's been many, many changes, and the link's in the show notes. Uh, I thought it was cool, the legendary status widget on the front page. Yes, and I'm legend. I'm not. Apparently, I did not finish the... Someone uh, didn't finish Trooper. Well, look, I thought I did it. I haven't been on my Trooper in a while, and he's not done with his story. So I'm 7 of 8, apparently. Uh, But that's a really cool look. The character screen looks really neat. They kind of pulled it back a little bit. You can see more of your character. Yes. Um, It looks really slick. Everything kind of has a slicker look to it. Companion bar has been updated. It doesn't have that little press the button and it gets bigger. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. Which is nice because I think they've actually just have a certain skill set for each. Yeah, they've, um, they've limited the number of skills. Right, for DPS and everything. Group finder window has been visually redesigned to be cleaner and more organized. I do like on the actual companion toolbar, it shows whether healing, DPS, or, or tank. Mm-hmm. Also in the companion menu, it yeah. shows what they are. No, it's nice. and that's And you can change it from there. Yes. So by default, which is cool. Added a new companion contacts window, which may be accessed via the mighty fist on the main toolbar. I miss this completely. 
And this is the thing I was telling you earlier. I didn't even know this existed. And so I was like, I guess I can't summon any companions ever. I don't know what's going on. And because, you know, I was, I have a key bound to my little button here. I hit it and then I summon whoever I want. Couldn't do it. Nope. So I was confused. But there's a new window apparently, which I will key bind and report back. Uh, What else do we have here? From the companion and contacts window, uh, a player can manage alerts, manage your companion contacts, summon companions, change any companion's current role, even if they're not summoned. View a character uh, bios from your uh, companion and contacts as well as interaction history with them. Did you check out any of this stuff? Yeah, I really like the the bios and stuff. Plus, it also says what they like and what they don't like. Mm -hmm. So, if you know that you're going to be going into a story that you know you're going to be making evil choices on, yeah, you're not going to be taking T7. Exactly. And travel to a contact's location by clicking the travel alert button. I never opened this window, so I haven't checked that out. But this is part of the stuff that we're going to talk about more next week, yes. for sure, with Companion. And along with that, crew skill missions have changed, added an animation that highlights uh, newly unlocked abilities. I thought that was kind of cool, actually. And that and this is most of the other stuff in this list, in the GUI changes and stuff, we've already gone over. But I thought this was kind of cool because when I, when I looked at my abilities, I trained a new ability and it was like, what is that thing? Yeah, it's all... It's going around it for a while. Yep. And it's kind of nice because, and it stays for a while because if you need to move it, you or you missed it, it's like, oh, that's the ability, and then okay, I'm gonna move yep. it over here, which is cool. Area missions, oh, area missions have been converted into regular missions acquired by interacting with an object or NPC in the field. So remember, before you're running, it's like all of a sudden you have a mission. Yeah. Um. So that's something. And alliance system, we'll talk about next week. Yes. So man, let's let's just jump into our little um, quasi discussion topic here, real quick. And I would like to just see what you think so far. Where what have we done? And we'll just spend five minutes on this, and then we'll we'll jump out of here because we're already running long. Yeah. Well, I never played uh, Mass Effect or Dragon Age or anything, so this is my first experience in the streamlining of an MMO type of game. So um, for me, it was interesting. Instead, it was like watching a movie with some cut play <laughs> instead of playing a game with some cut scenes. Exactly. And uh, which like was fine because the story is phenomenal. I right. really enjoy the story. Cut play and trailers for trailers. Yes. The episode. Um, when, uh, you know, when you did have to, you know, fight off some people, it was not too much, you know, it was like, go right. kill 150 of, you know, these things. It was like, yeah, you had to kill 25 or whatever, but it made sense in the story. And it went quickly. And it was broken up too, which I kind of liked because there was one. Se- and we're we're not going to do spoilers here, guys. We're we're just going to say talking generalities as much as possible. But there was one section where you were running around with a certain companion. You had to do a, a task, and then you would talk to that companion, get a little more story. Yep. Do the next part of that task. Talk to the it companion. was a good way of doing exposition. It really was, and the way the story is set up, and this this is not a spoiler. You know the carbonite thing and stuff. The you have so many questions, it makes sense to break it up that way. Yeah. While you're still doing MMO things like, you know, picking things up and killing things and stuff, so I thought that was cool. Uh, what are we going to talk about next? Story wise, or how far are you? We're about... uh, I like Sam. I'm halfway through through level four. I don't want to give away too many spoilers mm-hmm. on story. Um, I think the gameplay is phenomenal. We can leave more story for next week when most people have gotten through the okay. nine chapters. Sure. One thing I will say is make sure you're t- on your map. You toggle on exploration oh, yeah. quests. Because there are exploration quests, and there are not many, but there are some, and you can gain... I don't want to spoil it. No, that's a good tip. The tip is, make sure that you have your exploration... When you start Fallen Empire, have your 
explore exploration quests toggled on. Yes. So you don't miss a couple of kind of cool things. Yes. And they're not necessary. They're not necessary. But, they're not story based, but they are but cool. kind of cool. So I think that was a good way to say. It. There we go. Okay. Um, so impressions so far overall, what do you think? Uh, I give it a solid it? eight out of ten. Okay. Very enjoyable. Uh, I I'll, I'll be able to give a better rating once I get through the story. Yeah. But as for the way that they're making the gameplay go, I'm eight out of ten. Yeah, and I'm thinking for me, quality of life wise, quality of life does is, that up. it's it's really um, this is a great expansion. Mostly quality of life, I'm uber 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 impressed with as far as level sync and heroics, which I haven't tried yet, and what they're trying to do uh, uh, companion um, gear wise. Uh, that for me is huge. I'm tired of dealing with that. Yes. And not having to worry about companions, not caring who's out and who's with me, what they're carrying, what they're wearing. It's really neat. It's really cool. And as far as the story goes, I forced myself to stay up as late as possible last night. And I only had one night with it. I didn't get on early like I thought. I got on about 8 o'clock. You know, I played till about 12.30. I got to... I did a couple things in Chapter 5. But honestly... I was so engrossed in the story. I had such a, a really good time with it. And it did harken back to my Mass Effect uh, Dragon Age days. And I had a, I had a blast with it. And, and you're right. There's not as much combat and stuff as you would expect. Um, but I don't think that's really the crux of what they're trying to do here. Yeah, well, one of the things I love about, you know, you're talking about quality of life and being able to make your companion be anything you want, mm-hmm. is this is a little bit more of an RP aspect, but... You know, you could bring out the character that makes most for your storyline instead of what they are. Because, like, for example, I always... Or what they're going to say in conversation. Exactly. Well, I always yeah. had Mako, make, make, oh, yes, but I always had the healer out, right? Mm-hmm. So, on your Jedi Knight, that's uh, Doc. Doc. Right? Well, you know, there are some times when you're going to want... You're not, you're not going to want Doc, right? Or say you want to have uh, M, or MK4. Right. Uh, I like that companion. That or T7 out. But you're going through a water planet that they're not going to just logistically. It doesn't make sense. They're not <laughs> making sense. You don't, you know, in your story, in your head, you don't want them out. Right. And and I'm I'm really excited about that part of it. Honestly, that was <clears throat> one of the bigger things. I'm really stoked to get into the alliance system. Yes. I really, I, I can't wait to finish chapter nine to see what that's about. Here's my only minor issue with the alliance thing. Well, I guess since it's not legacy-wide, it makes sense. But, like, I have to go through all the chapters of Fallen Empire with every character that I want to have an alliance in order to have an alliance, right? I don't know, because I don't know what the alliance is working at. Same here. Yeah, I Because agree. we haven't gotten through the, the story yet. We don't know how our crew is doing. Right. But what I'm, I guess what I'm saying is, like, people were talking about repeatable content. Like, I, you know, you could go through this 20 times, but... And, you know, granted, there's some cool choices, and the story is badass, and I could see myself going through it at least half a dozen times without getting really sick of it. But if if all the, you know, eight characters that I play that are max level, and I want them to have that alliance experience, do I have to make sure that I go through this content with them every to, through Chapter 9 to have access to that? That's the one of the questions I still have right, right. now. And that's mostly because after reading the blog, it doesn't make sense to me. And 
yet because I haven't experienced it. And I'm going to experience it. We'll talk more next week. But yeah. um, that's my major concern with that. Cause yeah, I haven't read the blog yet and I haven't gotten through the first nine chapters yet. So I, I'll, I'll know more next week. Yeah, And I think it's fine that we're, that we're doing that. We've already talked an hour. So anything, anything else stood out to you that you want to talk about? Sorter wise, dude. Nope. I had fun. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. And I'm, I'm really glad. Um, I can't wait to see what those blasters and that duster looks like on my sniper when I get there or whatever, but I'm not there yet. Oh, not the blasters, but, um, the smuggling. Yeah. My smuggler. Yeah, that's it. All right, man. So let's, let's... I'm really enjoying it because my smuggler is a pure blood, uh, uh, Sith. Sith. Nice. And, uh, she's got chin trails and everything and just that duster and oh, put on the reefy cowboy hat. Oh. Uh, these you're gonna, look, you're gonna look amazing. She's gonna be amazing. Yeah. All right, man. Let's get to podcast corner, and then we'll get to Star Wars. And I think Star Wars will be shorter this week because yes. we're gonna expand out on the trailer uh, in our spinoff show. But podcast corner, I have only one suggestion. Um, you know how plumbing the death is. I can't <laughs> believe how fast you went through. That. I'm done with that. I'm current on plumbing the death. Star. I love those guys. They crack me up. They. I love podcasts like. You know, and I, I do have a podcast kind of like this, and I feel like we do that, but it's a little more structured. But I just like podcasts where it's like, topic, go. Yeah. And then 30 minutes later, you get this weird rant of weird, inappropriate things. You get to cuss and you get to do these things, right? So uh, that's why I like Smodcast. That's why I really love Plumbing the Death Star. And Plumbing the Death Star was like the geeky equivalent of what I'm about to suggest. It's the same dudes okay. <laughs> for the most part. And they rotate in and out. It's, it's definitely Zoe more often. It's Joel... Um, and, uh, one of the, one of the Joels, but not Doucher. It's not Doucher most of the time. It's the other one. And then it's, um, what's the other guy's name? I've been Joel. I've been. And these are all Aussies, right? Yeah. Uh, these are Australian guys. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Point is, is they have another show called Shut Up a Second. <laughs> and <laughs> they have so many episodes, but they're super short and it's n- not geek centric. It's more just like travel. Let's talk about time travel. Let's talk about travel. Let's talk about puberty. Let's talk about, you know, and it's freaking hilarious. It was, it's so much fun. I've been binge listening to that um, at the tail end of the last, or over the weekend. You know, I don't know what it is. I mean, because I know you you listen to them on like two times speed. And... Uh, sometimes. One and a half speed with these guys. They talk fast. Yeah, well, and, but then, I mean, you always have your, your earbuds in. And so, I mean, you listen all the time. Mm-hmm. Me... The voices in my head take up too much noise. So. That's why I listen to a lot of things. <laughs> so I just don't get an opportunity. I mean, I do have the opportunity. I just I don't listen to much, as much podcasting as I can. Yeah. Just because my mind goes a million miles a second anyway. No, I hear you, man. And that's one of the reasons why I fell in love with listening to things when I have downtime is because the voices in my head were annoying. And so it's nice to be able to listen to other people talking. Plus so my, then I can yeah, laugh. To plus myself. my earbuds suck right now. I need to get mm-hmm. some new earbuds. And Got so it's good. like, even though you have it maxed out. It's like, it sounds like it's a 10%. Oh, that's dumb. You got to have good earbuds. You got, you have to. Shut up a second. Links in the show notes. Um, and it goes to their Sans Pants radio site. And they have four different podcasts. There's another one that they have. Well, they have one that's like D&D. Something about D&D. And then they have another one that's something, an expansion on Plumbing the Death Star. So I'll get to those eventually. Cool. Yeah, the only, the only suggestion I'm going to make is, you know, one of the ones I've suggested in the past is... Uh, her Majesty's Secret Podcast, which is a Bond-based uh, podcast. Yeah. But it's part of what's called the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Oh, okay. So, nice. go check them out. They're called Fern. Star Wars section. You ready? Yes. I 
was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish what you started. This one's not going to take too long because we're removing some of it. Yes. All right. So we have a couple things. First of all, let's not. Should we, I mean, should we just say it? So the trailer. <laughs> so new the first theatrical trailer, full theatrical trailer for Star not Wars. Not a teaser. For, not a teaser. Trailers <laughs> for trailers. Right. Which I think I have links in the show notes for those. But we had three teaser Mini teaser trailers for the full theatrical trailer that, that came out the in- Sunday before. Right, via Instagram. Right. We were taking advantage of the new video Instagram thing. And so that was pretty cool. And so there were three clips that came out uh, right before on Sunday. Right. Along with the theatrical poster, which right. we have a link for as well, which we could talk about in just a second. But the big news here, guys, uh, you know, the big news here is that we got our finally our first big full trailer yeah and it's awesome yeah we're, not, we're actually not going to talk about the trailer itself in here in this section except for um that you have you've got to check out uh, daisy ridley's and john boyega's uh, reactions that they posted right. on instagram and also redna's reaction <laughs> we have some reaction links in the show notes and and it's always fun i don't dive down the rabbit hole of excessive right you know uh reactions because you know like boyega boy but boyega <laughs> Oh my god! Definitely check out Boyega and Daisy Ridley's because they're awesome. Their their links are in the show notes. And Redna did uh, one where he watched the whole trailer, and that was kind of cool. And I like his channel, so I, I can give Redna some love. Um, also, one of the things that Far Far Away Radio does, which I know I've suggested them in a previous right. podcast corner, they do a Skype call where they invite the community in, so anybody can jump into their Skype call and watch the trailer together. Oh, that's cool. And Redna invited people in his stream as well. Nice. So I like things like that. Although I couldn't do it at the moment because I had my kids and blah, blah, blah. But we were, um, I was watching the game and waiting for it to come on and all that stuff. And it was a really fun kind of like moment. I jumped on the phone with you. Right. I was a little nervous. I was like, oh my God, what are we going to see? And um, we recorded a little something. I honestly do didn't have words. I did not have. I had very few. After the first viewing of it, I'm just like, but I just, well, what I, I, so I had to watch it like 12 more times, and we'll talk about it in our real reviews section, spinoff for Monday. But honestly, dude, like for the first time in a long time, I'm like, I watched a thing and didn't have something to say about that thing. Yes. That's rare for me. Yeah, which actually kind of leads me into a little side thing here. We talked about the the, the poster, the one sheet that got released, is I'm just going to bring up what the big discussion about it, but I'm not going to speculate at right. all. Okay. Yes, Luke is not on the poster. He's not. I, although I will say that I did see a Photoshop that somebody did of the, the one sheet and they had put Luke's face on Where's Waldo <laughs> and that had him holding his his walking stick out in front of everybody else. Oh, that's funny. I loved the build up to that. I loved and having that anticipation all day Monday knowing I'm like, okay, I know my wife's going to this meeting. I have the kids. Um, you're, at, you're at your house. I, let, let me figure this out. What am I going to do? Oh, crap. It's during, head, uh, you know, it's during halftime. Oh, of course. It's taking longer to get to halftime than it should, and you know that kind of thing. And so um, it was really fun. Uh, great reaction videos. We'll put some of our favorites in the show notes. And then Greg Gum- Grumberg, Greg Grumberg, uh, tweeted out which one of the ones I liked. Uh, he said, "Wow, the the you know Star Wars trailer was incredible. 
I still can't believe I had a role in that film. We still don't know what his role is, do we? No. Well, I mean, we did talk about, I think it was about four months ago, we talked mm-hmm. about the fact that he did get a role. Because, one, he's a good actor. Yeah, um, I mean, he was, in, uh, he was in Heroes. He played uh, Parkman. Yeah, I in really Heroes, liked him. He was in the, the, the first issue. He played the pilot in Lost. Yeah. Um, he, uh, you know, he's been in so many things. But he uh, is a longtime friend of J.J. Abrams. I mean, like, they've known each other since at least college. Has he been in all his movies? Most Most things. Yeah, okay. So him getting a role in this was just kind of a foregone conclusion. Well, and and what a role to get. (laughs) Whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it is. You know? Um, So anything else on the build-up to the trailer? We don't want to talk about the trailer specifically yet. No, I just... It was mostly my reaction, so I, every few minutes I was getting a text or a tweet from you saying, dude, I can't wait. Uh, the, the girls aren't in bed yet. Uh, dude, what, is, Halftime's going to happen after bedtime. What the hell? What am I gonna what's gonna going to do? It's, it's already 6.30, but somebody said it was going to be 6.30 online. <laughs> I was afraid. What I was afraid of was that it was people were saying, oh, they're going to show it at 6.30 at Downtown Disney. And I'm like, well, but halftime's not going to be. It's going to be after 6.30. So is it going to come out online before halftime? I mean, what the hell? They couldn't. They wouldn't do that, right? And so ABC, ESPN makes a lot of sense. They waited until it was halftime during the game to release it outside of the fact. And I thought that was the best way. Yeah, to if, you, if you've never been to downtown Disney in Anaheim, um, they have a big multiplex AMC yeah, theater. Right. And right across from that is an ESPN zone. So right. it just makes sense. You have a movie theater right there. You can do it outside right next to an ESPN zone. Yeah. It's Disney synergy at its finest. And it was the perfect place to do it. But my fear is that... I didn't want to watch it online before I saw it live. Right, which is why, I mean, I was actually streaming the game online, and so I was watching that. Um, I just purposely did not have any other windows open, and I physically flipped my phone over so I wasn't seeing any Twitter updates. <laughs> yeah. Just in case. It was one of those things where, you know, I was a little out of time, out of sync too, and my other buddy, who I've seen a lot of Star Wars movies with, who's coming up to see the film, which we should talk about what we're going to do yes. in a minute, um, who's coming up here to see the film he uh, called me right when we were watching because Will and I were watching it together, but we we're a little out of out of sync with real time. Right, and we're so a little he bit behind. so my phone starts ringing with like 15 seconds to go in the trailer. I'm like, oh. and of course I've got the Imperial March ringtone. And I'm hearing that, and I'm like, hey, anyway, it was one of those things. But it was a lot of fun that day. It was it's really neat to see what people do, what their reactions are, and just. How much fun and how excited people are for this movie. Yes. And that trailer by the gods, man, is what, 30 million hits already? Or 30 million yeah, almost? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. Um, all right, so let's get to some of the other stuff we're going to talk about. So we talked about the poster. Yes. And the lack of Luke. But the poster's gorgeous. The post, it's very reminiscent of the early posters. And most prominent, we have Ray. Right. And Finn. Yep. They're the most prominent two figures up there. And they've there. also been the most prominent in the teasers and trailer. Exactly. And um, let me, I wonder if they're the main characters. Anyway. All right. So we have the, we have the, anything else about the poster? No. I'm right. good with the posters. And we also have another release of posters. The IMAX poster. The IMAX poster, which we'll have a link in the show notes. That looks pretty cool, too. It does. Um, Just good artwork all around. Yeah, totally. And all right. So Star Wars for Creation. Oh, so let's talk about this. So around the time that the trailer was happening... Ticket release. Ticket sales went on. Yes. And the internet broke. Yes. It was so funny because <laughs> later on in the night, you know, my Facebook feed was going and uh, and I was working on, uh, I think I was working on PowerPoint for work and um, the uh, just my Facebook feed was going off and finally like my friend Dana from, you know, uh, uh, Adventures of a Geek Girl, right. uh, Comic-Con Girl, 
Uh, she goes, I finally got tickets. And then my <laughs> friend uh, Joe, the bartender Joe. Yeah, Joe. Uh, Joe Cooney <laughs> says, uh, oh, and I finally got my tickets. And my friend Dion, I finally got tickets. And I'm like, I live in Fort Bragg. <laughs> the theater here doesn't subscribe to Fandango. Well, and so let's talk about this for a minute, because I, I think this is going to be kind of a fun little quick segment before we jump out of this, because right. we have a lot more to talk about tonight. We live in a small, small town. Yeah, yeah. And and by small, I mean, we're talking in the city limits, 7,000-ish, 7, um, one four-screen movie theater, um, one movie rental place that still seems to be a thing, um, two grocery stores, so you get the idea. The point is... They're building a Taco Bell. <laughs> they're building a Taco Bell. Um... The point is this. Our theater is very small. Right. We, we've we had midnight shows, Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. So if we've had those, I know that. Um, my wife and her family go to the, went to the Harry Potter ones and that happened. They're just not connected to Fandango or... Right. And so... Whatever. So the, the, the Star Wars fans that I... Friends, Star Wars fan friends that I know, I've I, we've been kind of talking back and forth. and like, so what's the theater doing? Like, should we go down there? Will and I were going to go down there earlier and didn't. We went down to a local pub like we were talking about. And one of my coworkers, who's a geek, he goes, hey, um, this is uh, Kubo. He goes, <laughs> he cracked me up. He's all, uh, my wife just called the theater, said there are guys working on it, and it might go up tonight. And For so, online ticket sales. For online ticket sales. I was like, what the hell? So we were actually downtown, so we swung by there and talked to one of my old students who works there. He's like, yeah, I think he's working on it right now. By the time we got home, tickets were on sale. Yeah, this is this is how, how small the town is. <laughs> the projectionist. Is the guy who does the website updating. <laughs> so he was working on it when we went by there. So by the time we got home and got set up to record tonight, uh, ticket sales were online. We, we made, we purchased ours. I sent links out to my buddy who's coming up with his wife, uh, that day. And I've seen, sorry to say this, buddy, I've seen more Star Wars movies with Jeremy than I have with you because we did a lot of midnight shows when we lived in Santa Cruz. I know. Don't get upset. Well, the point is, is he couldn't get tickets because he lives in the Bay Area. And he's like, dude, I didn't get tickets. I didn't know what was happening. And I'm like, dude, it's okay. My theater doesn't even do that. We could probably walk in five minutes before and be fine. So he decided to come up here and visit us. We're going to do a whole party thing. It's Will's birthday. A couple days before that. My birthday is two days before the release. His his 40th birthday is a couple days before that. So we're going to have, and we have that week off. Yes, we do. So I invited, I'm inviting some people over. We're going to have some beers. We're going to get down to the theater. It's going to be a great time. So I'm pumped about it. And we have our tickets Mm -hmm. solid. We're going to get a babysitter. Yes. So me, you, my wife are going, Jeremy and his woman, and Kubo and his woman. And we're going to get all the people together that we can. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say we're going to get a bunch of people. It might give you the seventh wheel. I mean, are there seven wheels on anything? Good point. I don't feel bad now. Awkward. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, a <laughs> couple other things in the Star Wars section. So I'm I, honestly, I'm more amped right now. I'm very amped for I'm very excited for the Force Awakens. We're less than two months away. Less, less. All right. So on to other stuff. We'll get back to in our spinoff show. Don't forget, uh, we're going to talk about the trailer and various other trailers in real reviews this week. Real reviews. Um, so that will be out Monday after you hear this podcast. So stay with us if you want to hear our impressions and. One disclaimer I want to say before we move on is that we don't go out of our way and have not gone out of our way as of right this moment to see what other people are saying about the trailer, to read blogs about speculations, anything like this that. Is all so our own thoughts. You're going to get Will and I's impressions of of the trailer raw. Raw? Raw. Okay. And so Battlefront news. 
Leia Han Solo and Emperor Palpatine were revealed Very cool. as hero characters, which I think is badass. Um, I'm still in addition to the Luke and Darth Vader, Vader we've already had and Boba Fett. Oh, I forgot Boba Fett and yeah. Boba Fett. So that's a pretty good list of heroes to have in that. So the links in the show notes for that merchandise. I put a couple things in here. These are fun. So real quick, one of my one of my old students. One of my students from a couple years ago posted some of my Facebook page, and I don't go on Facebook much, but except for the usual stuff. So, <laughs> that's funny. So, on my page, I'm like, what is this? And I look closer. It's a, it's a Darth Vader shower head that you can install. And it's like one of those ones where you take off and yeah. you can move on your body and stuff. And it's like, Star Wars shower head. <laughs> shower heads let you bathe in Vader's tears. <laughs> okay, that's pretty awesome. Because <laughs> it's like going up his eyes. Anyway, that's pretty cool. If you want to take a look at that, it's in it's in the show notes as well, and then I found like these little moleskin um, that company moleskin that makes really nice right. uh, writing journals, writing journals and stuff. My wife got, and kids got me purple ones for Christmas last year. They're doing Force Awakens limited edition ones, very which, cool, which are really neat looking, but not cheap. Yeah, no, it, I have a little addition to this, and this is, doesn't have anything to do with Force Awakens merchandise, but. Yeah, you know, I, I do the stuff on Pinterest, right? I'm trying to spend some more time on our usual Pinterest uh, uh, boards. About time. I'm just kidding. I Continue. hate you I know, I'm kidding. so much. Continue. Um, but uh, there, with you know all the merchandise coming out with with episode seven, I saw somebody post some concept drawings that somebody that the somebody from the company that was hired to do the conceptual ideas for possible Phantom Menace merchandise. What the hell did you just say? I was drunk and I still made sense. <laughs> that was that was good. Uh, but they released some of the uh, some of the conceptual drawings. Okay, and one of them was a big, huge beanbag chair of Jabba the Hutt. Oh, I want that with the tail and everything. I'm like, I so want. Why was that not made? I want that now. I want it now. Wow. So I'm going to try to go on Pinterest sometime in the next week or so and find all those and get them posted <laughs> to our Star Wars board. Let's do that. All right, so I have a rumor mill that is kind of in between Star Wars and pop culture. Let's get out of Star Wars. Yeah, we're, we're done with Star Wars. Okay. Um, thank you for joining us for Star Wars. Goodbye. Uh, joking. So what are we going to do? So let's do some rumor mill. So let's rum- get the second one first. Okay, so let's start with this first rumor is that, because we've been talking a little bit about this. Yes. This rumor that Marvel Studios versus TV rumors, um, it's kind of, it's... Said it's going to be BS. It's BS. Yeah, there's, I mean, if you're going to have a little backstory to this, I mean, mm-hmm. this really got a big push with the whole Kevin Feige being given his own area of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and he doesn't uh, report directly to the Marvel president anymore. He directs directly to Alan Horn, who's, you know, president of, of Disney, right? Right. So, so that kind of did it, but then with the rumors of getting rid of Iron Fist and Getting rid of Inhumans. and Which you've been talking about the last couple of weeks. Exactly. And right. changing the Defenders line and stuff like that. The cinematic universe and the TV have been at odds on some issues. Right. This is saying that that's pretty much BS. Which I think... The plans change. Yeah. And and I don't know. People like a good story. And people like, like, people, oh, Feige is not going to... You know, he's going to do this. And he's people do like that. drama. And, you know, drama aside, I, let's just see what they do. Right? Exactly. Um, so we do have a link in the show notes for the full story, but I mean, you, you did it. You summed it up. Yeah. You did a good job. This last one, <laughs> I don't know if this counts a rumor. 
I don't even know what this is. It's BS, is what so it is. This is BS. Um, this uh, so. I don't, okay, go ahead. A few episodes ago, if you remember, <laughs> we started getting into actual social commentary on pop culture. We got deep. We got a, we got deep mm-hmm. when we were talking about Black Lives Matter and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. This is the antithesis to that. <laughs> this is total BS. People being stupid. Okay. Okay. Star Wars people being ev- stupid. Well, no, I don't think they're actual Star Wars. Fans. I don't. I, I don't know what they are. Right, and actually, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll reference exactly what I mean by that. There is a supposed boycott Star Wars Seven movement right. going on. They created a hashtag. People are creating counter hashtags, whatever. But they're trying to boycott the movie because they're calling it anti-white. And we have a link in the show notes to one of my favorite articles with some of the Twitter captures, which are phenomenal. Yes. But continue. Um, some of the Twitter captures are just hilarious but basically their whole premise is saying okay well you know you've got boyega you've got oscar isaac you know all these people are not airy and white let's put it that way let's put it that way because and, that's yeah. really what they're saying is they're saying that they're all women or mm-hmm. they're ethnic right is the way to put it and i'm like what the the, the, the words white genocide may yeah, have been mentioned exactly which this okay look how okay so my one of my questions is this: How can Star Wars be promoting white genocide? It's um, space fantasy, and there are a lot of fantasy aliens. Fantasy being a key word. Yeah, there are a lot of aliens, first of all. So white genocide—that's funny. And then the other one is um, they're going to lose their base audience. This is my favorite part. They're going to lose their base audience, which is white young white males. Uh, what are you? I'm well. I'm not a young white male. No, you're not. <laughs> Here's the thing. These people are hilariously stupid. And I don't know if this is just a way to get attention or if they're serious. Okay, you know, the, the, but the, come on. The bro. people that are making this argument mm. that there's that it's anti-white and that they should be a boycott is... I mean, I, I'm sure I've mentioned this on a previous podcast or whatever, but I'm an atheist, right? Yes. I mean, I was I was christened Catholic. I grew up I in... I went to Catholic school from kindergarten to eighth grade. Exactly. I was, I was brought up mostly in a, in a non religious Protestant household. Right. But personally, I'm an atheist now. You know, I just, I, I take everything on reason and yeah. science and all that stuff. But this, this is the same sort of argument they get from people that are saying by allowing Muslims into the country, it's right. persecuting Christians. And so this whole argument is hilarious. It is hilarious. And also sad. It is. And, and I, I, if you haven't heard about this listeners, uh, before we, you know, go past it, definitely check it out. I think it's very interesting because I don't understand how, look, 30 million views on that trailer. I don't care who they think they're alienating or what. 30 million people are minimum are going to this movie. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I think they're going to make their money. It's estimated like 600 and something million dollars. Yeah, it's going to be in the day. top five regardless. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. It's going to be crazy. But the thing that cracks me up is I went to one of these, one of these articles, right? Mm. And I started reading some of the comments below because that's where you get the crazies out. Oh, that's right? when you get the fun stuff. And, uh, you know, <laughs> this is supposedly, supposedly done by Star Wars fans who are boycotting because it's not what they are imagining it should be in their fanboy heads. Right. But one of the comments said, and I'll, I'll say the first part first. The first part of the comment said, Star Wars Episode Seven is going to be the worst film ever made because the writing is going to be bad, it's horrible, <laughs> you know, the whole series is ridiculous, uh, da, 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 da. Then the second part said, 
I've never actually seen any Star Wars film, <laughs> but that's what I know to be true. That's what I know to be Long true. live Star Trek. Oh, my God. People are so ridiculous. So. <laughs> I was rolling. That's awesome. So, my point is, dude, is that these people are interesting, and I, I what else do I say? How oh. could a movie like Star Wars be anti-white? Isn't there, and one of the things that was funny is, isn't there a white guy in the Moss Eisley Cantina saying, we don't want your kind here? Yeah. To the droids, to the droids. in the beginning? I think that's The funny. only argument, in, Amazing alien, this is but. an argument that's been beaten a dead horse for 40 years now, yeah. is the only argument that I can see in this is that the James Earl Jones for the voice of Star Wars, but then David Prowse playing it mm-hmm. when the mask comes off. That's the only argument I can kind of see in that vein, but it's so not what it is no. because you're not you're not going to establish that Darth Vader is Luke's father and then pull it off in James Earl Jones. Is there. <laughs> it's like James Earl Jones. What? You just you won't see the family <laughs> resemblance between he and, and Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill. You just won't see it. So anyway, man, um, I, I say we jump out of this. This is a funny rumor mill, man, and this is it's it's worth checking out some of these Twitter feeds and stuff, man, because it's 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 entertaining. It's ridiculousness for the sake of ridiculousness. Exactly. All right, so that's it. We're on to pop culture. Wait a minute, Cubs win World Series against Miami? Yeah, it's something, huh? Who would have thought? Hundreds of one shot. I wish I could go back to the beginning of the season, put some money on the Cubs. I just met the Miami. What did you just say? I said I wish I could go back to the beginning of the season, put some money on the Cubbies. Let's get into this, dude. We're here. Here we are. Yeah, actually, um, you know, a, a, a portion of what we usually spend some pop culture time on is trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, so the trailers are going to be pushed out of this. We're going to be talking about that in our spinoff show. And so, should we, just in case we get some new listeners this time... Um, what yeah. we're, what we're doing is once an episode or once a week, we're pulling part of our show out to dive a little deeper into. Right. We've they're either, comics. yeah, they're either sections that have, that are popular and people want to hear more about, or ones that we particularly like that we want to delve deeper into. Exactly. So, so last week, uh, this, our last show was our first spinoff show, which was, um, uh, usual one shot, which one was, shot. uh, uh, comics based right. on comics. And so we talked a bunch of Star Wars, uh, Marvel, Star Wars comics. This week, we're going to do... We're going to be doing real reviews. Right. Which are uh, collections of trailers and movie reviews. Yep. And so we will talk about the pop culture news, and then we're going to pull the trailers out. Yep. Um, so I only, actually only have three little pieces of news. Um, we are recording this on October 21st, 2015. Is that what David? Which is... Back to the Future Day. Back to the Future Day. I bought That's, a t-shirt today. Did you? Yeah. Did I tell you about it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'll tell you guys because I'm interrupting. I'm interrupting guy uh, Will today. So I bought a t-shirt. I know you're looking at me. I bought a t-shirt that I'm a big Futurama fan. And I'm not I'm not as big of a Back to the Future fan, but I love Futurama. So the shirt on T-Fury today was called uh, uh, Marty McFry. And it's... 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 Fry. It's Fry. In, something it, he was in the the peg jeans yep, and the vest and, and the vest and he's on a hoverboard nice. and it's it's amazing. Anyway, continue. That's awesome. So today, I mean, they'd released a couple of Doc Brown videos in uh, preparation for this. A couple of things that I love is that uh, um, well, so Doc Brown released another message today, okay, talking about how futures and written and you know chase your dreams stuff like that. You know, Indeed. basic be happy stuff. 
But what I love is the way that people are really getting on board with this whole Back to the Future Day. All season long, the Miami Heat Marlins, Marlins? the baseball team, oh. has uh, been really getting on board with this. Because if you remember in the, the uh, Back to the Future 2, when he goes into the future to this date, it says the Cubs win the World Series over in a sweep over the Miami uh, Gators. Oh, okay. Right? That's cool. Yeah, so the Marlins yeah. have totally been p- playing off on this all season long. Right. And the amazing thing is, is that the Cubs are in the National League Championship Series right now. And I think the fourth game is today, but they're down three games to nothing than that. So I actually don't good. think the Cubs are going to win the World Series this year. Well, that would be sad. But it's still really interesting that but they I mean, made it this far. Well, look, how, when was the last time they won? Like 40 years ago? Uh, 1908. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I'm not laughing at Cubs fans, but that's hilarious. They have not won a World Series in 107 years. <laughs> They have not been in a World Series since 1940-something. That's funny. Okay. They made the championship series in 84, Mm. again in 2008. Remember Remember Bartman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, continue. Yeah, so lots of stuff going on. But anyway, so it's pretty funny. Also, um, there was a new video game world record broken uh, today. And, you know, a couple little side notes here. First of all, if you've never seen the documentary... uh, Fist, or, uh, King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters. Oh, I've seen that. That's good. It's about the drama behind the breaking of the world record for Donkey Kong. Right. It is great. It is one of the best documentaries I've ever seen on pop culture, and it's phenomenal. Second, I don't know if I ever told you this, but my older brother, Steve, mm. who I keep telling to but never listens to this podcast, uh, once held the world record in Donkey Kong Jr. for all of about a week. Wow. Good for him. But he did. It was like 1984. Oh, that's so cool. And uh, he held the record for about a week. There's another good documentary about video games that we'll talk about. Another oh, there's episode. a great one about um, the... It's on Netflix or something. Yeah, about, about the... Per, like, from the beginning to end of video games. Not end, but... No, this one is uh, specifically about a specific game. Oh. And it's about the Atari game of E.T., which is... Oh, I haven't watched that yet. ...supposedly supposed yeah. to be the hardest game ever. Right. And because it was so hard... Atari theoretically, the rumor was that Atari buried all known copies right, man, in a landfill, and they yeah. actually found some. But it turns out they found more than just ET. It turns out it was just a warehouse dump. Oh, sorry, I just spoiled the documentary spoiled for you. The whole but it's great because they actually had the DeLorean in it, and oh, it's, cool. it's really kind of cool. Um, the last little bit of news. Oh, so anyways, going to somebody broke the speed record for Super Mario Brothers. Right, they broke it by sixty-six milliseconds. So the record is roughly six, uh, four minutes and fifty-seven seconds. And I we watched it today. It's impressive. It's impressive and a little lucky. And you have to get lucky. You do in video games. Luck is a huge factor. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. So check it out. Um, the last little bit is there's a possibility that we we talked. To, I think it was about a month ago. We mentioned that they're going to be officially doing a, a Taken uh, prequel series. Well, it looks like they're trying to do a Die Hard origin story. Oh, cool. So that should be interesting. That's awesome. that's all my pop culture news. I don't have much. I just, the the main thing I have for this week is just, I'm finally caught up on Flash and Arrow. So am I. And you finally are. So next uh, spinoff show is going to be about. After Row Reviews. After Row Reviews. So one Monday from now. Um, well, Monday, next Monday. Right. We're going to talk about Flash, Arrow, Narrowverse. The Arrowverse, yes. Which I'm very excited about. So we do have one story, though, that goes kind of along with this. You were talking about Constantine. Yeah, the Constantine, which was on TV a couple years ago, and was 
theoretically supposed to take place in that universe, but never got a chance to cross over because it was canceled after 13 episodes. In which I haven't watched yet, which I which would like to really try to really good, do. and it was actually canceled on a on a kind of a, a hanger, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping they kind of clear this up because they've uh, confirmed that the fifth episode of this season of Arrow, which is called Haunted, which is going to be the Halloween episode, is going to feature a Constantine crossover. Oh, that's so cool. So that's very cool. I'm excited for that. Um, like so we're going to be talking about the Arrowverse in a couple of weeks. Um, so we'll talk about that. Well, actually, we'll be recording it next week. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll, catch, uh, we'll talk about all the... Uh, that, that episode won't have happened yet, but it will be close to... Oh. But I think what we'll do is we'll talk about the Arrowverse in general. I would personally... What we can talk about this anytime, but I I wouldn't mind. I want to focus my my focus is on Arrow and Flash. But what I want to do is kind of we'll we'll talk about everything in general. But I want to talk a little bit, or at least spend a little bit of time talking about those first few episodes of each season. Yes, um, yeah. I, I also want to talk about the Arrow and the Flash universe as a whole, bringing a little bit of Constantine, a little bit of the cartoon Vixen, right? Um, and also we're going to be touching on the comics that are interwoven in with the show. Exactly. All right, so cool, man. We went a little long, Sorcerer wise. I think we spent, but considering it's a major release yeah. week, I'm okay. With that. It, make, it makes a lot of sense. And the rest of our pop culture section, we're just gonna really is real reviews. Yeah, so which we're gonna we're gonna be into. cutting it off now. So come on yeah. over to uh, on Monday. Make sure you uh, take part in real reviews. And and please, again, before we get into my little spiel at the end here. Please let us know what you think. I mean, granted, our pop culture section was a little short, but I like to think. When we have a lot of Star Wars news, that is our pop culture section because yeah. Star Wars is such a big part of pop culture. So let us know what you like, what you don't like, yeah, what we're you think making, of the spinoffs. I mean, the, the biggest, the biggest uh, catalyst for these changes is we're trying to give you guys better content. Yeah. So let us know if it's succeeding. And rather than rushing through everything really quickly, we can spend a little more time on this, on the Star Wars trailer than 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 we normally would. Right. So thanks for tuning in to the usual podcast. We welcome all feedback, as we said. If you have comments or questions or want to read the blogs discussed on the show, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com, email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com, and find us on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, and Sortor Network. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at I am Will Griggs. We're at iTunes Stitcher Radio, so give us time to give us a positive rating. We would love more. We would That'd love more. Nice. Support the show, audibletrial.com slash usualpodcast, or patreon.com slash usualpodcast, and give us a buck or two an episode. Let's let's move on. Let's get out of here. I'm excited. This was a, a very exciting week with the Star Wars news, Swotor news. We got our tickets. Oh, huge Star Wars week, man. So we are going to take off and play more Swotor. Be super stoked about more Star Wars. Yep. And this is just, it's been a really good week. So anything else? Nope. Boom. May the force be with you. Indeed. And we'll see you all next week. <laughs>